Hi, everybody. Hello, everyone. I'm Neil Hamill. And unfortunately, not with me today on Neil and Libby is Libby. Libby Cagle has the day off. Everybody gets one now and then. I never do, but I'm glad she has one. But she's missing out on something really, really exciting and really important. But it's okay. I know you guys love having Libby in your ear because she's so funny and that laugh and all of our back and forth. But get ready for this because today our guest, my guest, is someone that has enough personality on her own. Put the two of us together. Our personalities could fill NRG Stadium, the Coliseum, the Astrodome. Good Lord. It's just kind of daunting to even think about. So, guys, I have a really distinct <laughs> honor and pleasure and thrill of introducing you to one of my dearest friends, someone I love very much who is hysterical. Please welcome Becca Kaysen Thrash. Oh my, it's so wonderful to be here. Thank you for having me, Neil. Well, thank you for coming, fashion icon, philanthropist extraordinaire, Légion d'honneur recipient, um, the doyen of Houston society, Texas society, really. Best party thrower, best party attender. <laughs> the latter, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I don't know about any of the rest, but I am the best party goer. <laughs> you are. You are the most fun person on the planet. Thank you. you you're, not, you're not dull yourself. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, you know, give me a couple of cocktails and I'm strapped in and ready to ride. I have given you several, Neil, you over have. the years, over the decades. I can't, even, I can't even imagine how many bottles of Tito's that would total. <laughs> I'm sure I've consumed at least a million dollars of alcohol at your house. I think he needs house. to give you some royalty checks. He, do, he needs to give we, them to you, yeah, too. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll split it with you. Well, we had some tea that I did at your house the other night. I mean, you, you were weren't supposed to be drinking vodka. You were the only person that was not drinking champagne. I had one glass. You did? I'm so proud of you. Well, when I heard how special it was. That's so right. the other night, this is we're we're on Friday, Tuesday night. One of another legendary Becca Case and Thrash, John Thrash, Longwoods extravaganza. It was an extravaganza. It really was. I mean, honoring our friend, the iconic fashion designer Naeem Khan who's not only just divine he is the sweetest guy in the world he's so much fun he, he really is the nicest and I've, I've had the privilege of knowing so many fashion designers and knowing them well and right. of all of them cumulatively he has no equal he is by far the most authentic magnanimous fun he doesn't take himself too seriously no, he doesn't. loyal devoted friend I mean I could actually call him from a jail in Moscow, <laughs> oh, and he would get the rubles together to come get me. He would. The other ones, it might take them a, a week or two. You know, they're busy. <laughs> There's a big difference, you know. But you had a divine um, evening, Krug. Yes. They did this fabulous. Oh my God! They they, they, they served champagne. like I th think they served like a hundred and twenty thousand dollars worth of vintage. Champagne. So I don't even think people understood or appreciated mm -hmm. after the fifth or sixth glass. You know, right. those bubbles were going to my head. I was like, "Where, where are the hors d'oeuvres?" Right. Well, you know, when the gentleman from Krug that came over explained what they were pouring, I'm like, "Okay, I'm definitely having a yeah. glass." And it was the best glass of champagne I've ever had ever in my life. Who knew? Uh, who knew? Krug. Krug. But I'm not I mean, it's a, a wine small, person. It's a small so. company. It's a small vineyard in France, but they really are, you know, considered to be, you know, consummate, consummate um, 
uh, grape growers and, yes. and champagne makers. I don't know if you use the word make, but what do, what do you, you don't brew champagne. What do you do? Do you cook it? I you distill it I and put it in ballots. Well, I drink it. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so you also had a Grammy Award winning Oh, he was amazing, there. Gregory he was. Porter. He's he's probably one of the most. He's probably one of the. He is the preeminent uh, jazz singer in, in today's world. He's won two or three Grammys, and um, what's extraordinary about what they do, what what I learned because I had no idea when they approached me what they wanted to do. They create this journey, and it's sort of the the fusion of jazz and music mm-hmm. with champagne right. with 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 a culinary experience in this case they tapped Tyson Cole of Uchi to create this magical sort of Japanese you know very light delicate cuisine oh, it was divine it was but does I think he sings um, the lyrics to one of his songs have something to do with liquid spirit liquid spirit I mean that's the name of one of his songs oh, okay. he won several awards he sang exactly. it, I think. he sure did sing it and it all just tied together, but you do all that tying of the togetherness better than anybody oh, on the planet. Thank you. I mean, I am so privileged, and certainly I know it, to have been a part of your life and your world for a, okay, I won't say. 35 years. Just just get it out there and then, you know, be done with it. We're old, but we're fun. No, we are. <laughs> we have experience. Um, to all your fabulous parties, and I mean... You go to a party at your house and you might see Cindy Crawford, you might see Prince Andrew, Prince Charles, Houston, anyone and everyone important in politics, in music, in fashion, in film, in whatever, philanthropy, Mm -hmm. artists Mm -hmm. that come to Houston are feted at your gorgeous estate over the years we've we've had a we've had quite an array we've had Nobel laureates we've had royalty we've had actors such as Kevin Spacey, George Clooney, Claire mm-hmm. Dane. I mean it goes on and on and on. Supermodels, artists, right. uh, authors. Right. And, and 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 usually Neil Tusi was sort of an exception, but usually these dinners are for a purpose. They mm-hmm. are fundraisers, there are tickets, they're not inexpensive. No. Because I don't like to go to all that trouble and create a, a beautiful experience for guests without somebody being the beneficiary. So over the years, I mean, cumulatively, I think in the last 20 years, I've raised about $85 million for charity. And that's not an inconsequential number. That certainly is not $85 million. It's a lot. I mean, that not just a- in Houston, also in, you know, all, all over the world, because I, I, I'm involved and in, sit on boards of charities in right. Italy, the Venetian Heritage, the Louvre in, in Paris. Over the years, you know, put a, a lot of work and a lot of time and effort and money into things like the Prince of Wales Foundation or, you know, it's it's the list is long. Best is Buddies. Long, but you, right. Best Buddies. So those have been some great events. Anthony Shriver. But also Houston Ballet, Houston Grand Opera, Contemporary Arts Museum, MFA, the Manil, everything. you know, the Manil, uh, Cystic Fibrosis, Juvenile Diabetes, uh, Baylor College of Medicine. I, I, I honestly can't even name them all. It's endless. We, we'll, we'll be here till next Thursday if we have to go through the list. That would be okay with me. <laughs> Fine with me, too. Let's get some crew. <laughs> <laughs> right. That really is extraordinary. And I know that people all over the world in high society and royal families across the globe and the White House, and you name it, Becca Case and Thrash name appears on an invitation, and that invitation goes to the top of the list, and the checkbook comes out, because everyone loves you, everyone adores you, everyone respects you, but it's also, you are just, no one throws 
an event, whether it's dinner for eight at your house, a lunch at a restaurant. Nobody does it like you. Thank you. Really and truly. Thank you. I think you have established yourself as the premier uh, hostess with the most s. Thank you, my darling. <laughs> well, it's just all true, you know. Um, and there's such a skill to it, but it, th- those are skills that you honed a long time ago. You know what's interesting? Because um, I asked you, what are you going to ask me? And the only, <laughs> and you said, I, we're, we're going to play it by ear, we're going to wing it, and I'm really not going to give you any questions. But something like, what, what, does, what, what makes a great party? And I used to truly slave. I mean, mm-hmm. really like labor in my mind over the decor and the sure. menu. And in the end, what makes a great party is none of those things. Because anybody can hire someone to come in and do a great decor. And anybody can hire a great caterer. But it's putting unexpected people together. Right. I, I don't at all judge people who belong to clubs. Like, I think that's great. Sure. But I myself don't want to see the same people all the time. I love diversity. Sure. I love, um, I love that sort of challenging, unexpected guest that comes in that's a little controversial <laughs> that you never expected you know, you were going to meet. Right. I mean, you have somebody like Tom Brady. I did a dinner last year for Tom Brady, and he's Tom Brady. I mean, he's, you know, probably, arguably, the most important quarterback of all time. But he's also married to Giselle, and he's also drop-dead gorgeous. He is. You know, I I mean, honestly, I couldn't get a piece of dental floss in my house. The tickets (laughs) were so oversold that literally we were, you know, literally putting people in the hallway. Wow. And um, his table was like $5,000 a person. And 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 there was going to be a five thousand dollars a person for a table of ten, and the table ended up expanding to twenty eight because wow. I just I didn't want to turn the money away for sure. best buddies, right? Who, which is I've been on that board for twenty years. It's for it's for people with um, you know that are impaired people. We no longer use the term um, mentally. Uh, impaired because right. it's just it's too offensive and so there's and there's all varying degrees of, of impairment so um, but I wanted it to make a lot of money and on that night there was a Q&A and <laughs> let me tell you something Tom comes in with lawyers and agents and managers and security sure. it was kind of unbelievable and it's like don't ask him anything about Giselle and don't ask him anything other than football questions and I'm like, well, that's going to be kind of boring for the girls. So right. I went way off script. And I said, Tom, I have a question. I said, I'm not supposed to ask you this question, but I have a fashion question for you. And I could see his color in his face changing. And I said, what advice do you have for the men in the room? I said, not the gay men that are always impeccable, but for the straight guys, the husbands in the room. And everybody was erupting with la- laughter, including Tom. Right. And, and he kind of didn't know how to handle it. And I said, oh, come on. You just wore that bright cobalt blue. Blue, Tom Ford mm-hmm. jacket to the Met. Right. You hardly are Brooks Brothers gray and black stripes, you know. So, what is your advice? And he said, "Well, I don't know, Becca. What would you advise?" And I, I really caught him off guard, you know. And he was—he <laughs> was somebody who was so. He's very lawyered up. He's right. very stayed on the script. It's not his fault. It's no, really no. not his fault. But the difference between him mm-hmm. and a George Clooney, who. You could oh. ask him anything off he is script. So great off and the do fly. you know that the dinner for George Clooney, he was the last one to leave the party. He yep. took a picture with every single guest that was there. That's nice. And as he was driving off, my housekeeper told me this because I had already said goodbye to him. And it's two o'clock in the morning. He's had a long night. He flew in from LA that day. On 
united with the baseball hat. No, no nope. PA, right. no lawyers, no security. So, you know what I'm saying? No private but I think jet. the difference is these young ones that become big superstars when they're young, they've always been surrounded by managers and keepers. Right. Someone like George Clooney, he came up through the ranks. You know, he, right. he paid his dues. He was on TV, on ER. And so he doesn't take who he is for granted. But as he's leaving... All of the waiters, my housekeeper, because I missed it, she said all the waiters had gathered in kind of a group behind the house to get a picture with him. And he looked through the rearview mirror in the back. He stopped the car. He got out of the car because there was cars behind his, mm-hmm. leaving my, it's just a house, you know? So the driveway only goes, it's only so wide. And he went back at 2 o'clock in the morning, took a picture with every single oh. waiter. And so you have these extraordinary experiences when people are so fabulous and so magnanimous. And then others that I just can't name names that, you know, are just too grand to even be there, you know. I know. And so I never have them back again and don't want to see them beyond that night uh, ever again. And so but but honestly, the latter is is very those are few and far between. Well, you pick carefully. I try to. You know, you know who to avoid and not subject your fun guests to right and and you know george clooney kevin spacey those guys were all really fun and um uh, i will never forget one of our dearest friends father had recently passed away at the george uh, when uh kevin spacey was at your house right and his mother that was her first a public appearance after i invited the death her, of her i husband wanted her to be there that because night. you're sweet like that yeah and you went over to Kevin Spacey and said, do me a huge favor. When this How lady do you comes know in, this story? This is true. I know it's true. I'll tell you who told me. The son. Yes. Okay. And she came in to your house and Kevin Spacey said. Well, do I get to say her sure. name? Patsy, get your cute ass over here. I want to give you a kiss. And she was flabbergasted. She, she became that he a screamed, statue. Oh, no, no, that he screamed out her name. And he gave her a big kiss and hug and pulled her off to the side. And I had told him in advance, she's really had such a, I mean, yeah. they, they were separated and it's horrible. I mean, they were inseparable and it's just been a horrible separation anxiety for her. And he treated her like she was the berries and oh, it's devoted so like 10 minutes to her he and did. it was so much fun and he enjoyed it he did well she's fun oh she is fun she drinks like us we love that yes we we love a, a, a party gal <laughs> at any stage but and yes, get her and get her to special. sing and get her to you know she sings patsy klein better than patsy klein sang herself and she can she can belt out a song let me tell you well one of the things that i was saving about how to describe you I'll just drop it right here and right now. In addition to all those other things that you are, you are also, without a doubt, the biggest Fleetwood Mac fan (gasps) on the planet. I am. And I know that you are capable of crossing over to this place where you become... Stevie Nicks. And... In every way, oh, totally. except one tiny, small, just, it's, just, it's this just, is just one a de- tiny detail. Minor. I have no talent, but <laughs> I can get up there and I can do the witch and the capes oh. <laughs> and the hair. And I know every word to every song she's ever sung. And at the concert, I was on the second row belting out, stand back, stand back. And the lady sitting next to me said, she took me by the end. She said, please stop singing. I didn't come to hear you. 
was so Ooh, devastated. I love it. Well, we, <laughs> all the listeners to Neil and Libby, came to hear you today. And we're going to take a quick break. And when we come right back with Stevie Nicks, I mean, <laughs> Becca Case and Thrash, we're going to keep the party rolling. So okay. Stay with us. Come right back. Thanks. Thanks. 